0: welcome back to look who's talking episode 107 our picks went four and two in the day of the dog what a crazy week obj has been freed and so is baker's ego and justin fields pulls a rocky balboa in the state of pennsylvania here we go Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 107 of your favorite NFL football podcast. We put some shekels in your pocket. Uh, we've been doing this for five years now. For all you Look Who's Talkers, wherever you're listening, all over the world, Ni Hao, previet, Ola, Bonjour, Guten Tag, and... bonagum. That is our shaded up, Weird Michael, having a tough gambling donut. We had a tough Survivor weekend. Uh, I bet the whole freaking world had a tough Survivor weekend. Uh... Favorites were the Titanic and every underdog was the iceberg iceberg. Right ahead. Jesus H Christ. What a crazy weekend. The crazy parlay that I I put on Instagram at Hughes talking, follow us, like us, subscribe us, hug us. Uh, spank us on the bum as we walk by. We won't cancel you uh, anyway. Anything you do to help share the episode. We love it. All 107 episodes brought to you by Huck Media and huckmedia.ca. All of our stats is done by the mysterious Leslie, who's always upstairs, no matter what studio we are in. I'm currently in the BC Huck Daddies and Huck Media uh, corporate headquarters in Toronto, Ontario. And Weird Mike's keeping it classy at Centennial Studios. Keep it a classy because that's the only way he can keep it. Our friend, our survivor, our lone survivor left on our podcast here. Uh, had a tough weekend. We, we bet you guys did too. We'll keep you updated as to, into the Look Who's Talking Point Spread Championships. We'll post the new standings tomorrow uh, as things are getting very tight at the top. Anyway, Bill's lost in a crazy one I did not see coming. The Broncos won and the Falcons won in something I absolutely saw coming. In fact, I talked weird Mike out of the Dallas Cowboys for his survivor pick right before one o'clock. And when I say right before one o'clock, I mean, he hung up at 1259 and 27 seconds. Mike, what happened then? And then I felt like I was a
1: Bond villain trying to send off a bomb before kickoff because, they got a live countdown on office football pool and it's real. And yes, Jeffrey saw the Broncos domination coming. This guy walked me through the game as I'm walking down the West mall, almost down for down, you know, drive for drive. Let's not go down for down. It was close. Yeah. And he budged me off and, uh, and I went with the Niners and right before you selected, it, it gives you a warning you are about to take an underdog because on Tuesday they were an underdog and that was the line. And here I am staring at this underdog pick that I think is the smartest play in my 16 years of semi-professional handicapping. Easy to feel that. And Jeff, for three hours, as Denver shoved it up the Cowboys culo, El Paso style. Coolo. Raw dog at noon central plus the fallback time. It was 11 a.m. in Dallas. Nobody was awake, and the Broncos blew their load on the star. Okay, congrats to all the Broncos out there. Barrel man, Dre. There's a couple other of you guys in the GTA. Um, switched to the Niners, and I felt like the smartest guy in the room for about three hours. I really did. For the first time in my life. It's a virtual room of six hundred survivors sure. are scattered around, and I, and I felt like the smartest guy as all these favorites lost the Bills, the Broncos, the Ravens were uh, the whole way.
0: And it was a paradise for underdogs. It's crazy. I can't even imagine what you're thinking with with the sun with the Niners, just watching all these favorites lose. I'll tell you what I was thinking. I was thinking Donald Trump style, man. I doubled
1: down. And flush my 365 roll on a tilting Niners money line. Oh, this is the biggest mistake I've made since I got divorced, bro. <laughs> and, 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 and realistically, it cost the same amount of money 225K, clean. That's what I walked away with. And that's what I didn't win by not moving forward. You know, you could say it's not the same. Fuck you. It's the same. All right. It's the same. <laughs> and that's why you got the shades. That's why it's Miller time here at Centennial Studios. That time change rattled my cage. Still on it. Hashtag deflated. Check at Weird Mike for a for a, a promo like no other. Let's just say it like that. All right. Hewlett all- does not approve. He hasn't seen it, but he does <laughs> not approve. Okay, let's just, let's just keep it at that. Uh, if you did survive, I know Dewey did. Uh, I know Waits did uh congrats to those guys still going yeah I'm, I'm here for you I'm not the guy that 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 backs away from the truth but I did spend the last two days one of which uh no phone I went 24 hours without a phone did you guys know that no uh 19 hours, 19 <laughs> 19 hours 19 hours hadn't done that since India
0: that's okay I got blocked one time for like two years and then I ran into this person, like in Muskoka, like just at the marina. And they're like, hey, did you notice that I haven't talked to you in like two years? I'm like, no. <laughs> they were so pissed. <laughs> they were so pissed.
1: Uh, uh, this is this is what Hair of the Dog feels like. Hey, glasses and a beer at
0: 12.30 p.m., man. I, yeah, well, let's, but, let's but do this. Most people, when they have Hair of the Dog, will have the full beer. Now, I'm no,
1: I'm no one to talk. No, but no, 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 no. It's still early. We're so only a couple minutes in.
0: You just offered your two kittens if they want to go thirds on a beer. (laughs) Anyway, long story short, the third implant
1: is delayed after the horrible betting weekend from weird Mike I called it black Monday. All right. Dr. Chopra. I'm sorry. Running a little late on November.
0: You know, know, of all um, the, of all the underdog wins, I think that's, I think the Cardinals have got to be the most disappointing right up there with the bills and Jags, of course, but the Jags got their starting quarterback. Who's a number one pick national champion from Clemson. So he's always sort of, you know, on like due possibly for some sort of like good, great game, which he did not have, but like, you know, if you didn't know that you're just thinking, Oh, Trevor Lawrence, like, you know, he beat the bills. Okay. Like, you know, 14 point dogs, that's big, but the Cardinals were mailing that game in like Colt McCoy. No, no Hopkins. No AJ Green. Here's Colt McCoy and John Connor. No JJ Watt.
1: Nobody. 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 Chase Edmond first drive out. Pro Bowl yep. scat back gone. Uh, yo, I'm fully anti Jimmy G. This is this is you know it's beyond the week. Like if they can't rally for that game, exactly to get back in the division. To me, that tells me everything I need to know. I have officially made up my mind. Okay, I will feel this way in a few weeks. Okay, um, yo, quick take on the Bills upset. Okay, our crowds, we saw it in Nashville. Our home crowds getting so pissed that Western New York is invading every one of these towns every other weekend. There's there's this bravado. they Super Bowl faves. They're jumping through tables. They're putting mustard in your eye. They got this weird border slang. Like to them, like to the people in Florida. They got a Canadian accent. Okay, they're the ones talking funny. Okay, then they're and they they come in waves, on these planes coming out of Buffalo and Niagara Airport, and I think this this animosity builds in the home team. Like, wow, that nobody's here to see us. Like, I really feel like that's that could be a thing. We saw it in Nashville, for the first time. Tennessee decides to rise up, and then you got Jacksonville. Like, it felt like the biggest cocktail. It felt like the Georgia Florida game. So what? What's your point
0: here? It just didn't feel. My point
1: is that like, home field, and Bills Mafia invading other teams' home, is pissing off that home team to the point where they're rising to the occasion to beat the better team. Right? They're probably underdog. Bills have been favored
0: in every game this year. Um, I, get that, I no, I don't think that's I, I don't think that's the reason for the wins and losses. I I bet there's fans upset. As far as the teams being upset, I mean, Jacksonville just wants to win a game, man. It's football. They only have one win. None in the continental United States. (laughs) You know? Um, Yeah. Also, Jacksonville is like the the number 32 market. If you ask like Forbes magazine on like where to sell tickets and have a football team, which is why they're trying to become London's team as well. Uh, Anyway couple big games. We'll just talk about them briefly. Then we'll get on to the next, next week. I'm very sorry about your survivor pick, Mike. You got robbed. Anybody who took the Niners, even though it's Jimmy G and he sucks. And Kyle Shanahan's not seemingly the genius that he's been painted as. Uh, that's, that was the pick. That was the pick. It's like, a, it's like in poker. It's like in poker. If you got the guy, you got the guy, you got, you got, you know, you got the nut flush and this guy, you know, busts out a, turns some crazy ass full house after he's all in.
1: Yeah, Colt McCoy turning the clock back like it's the Rose Bowl in his sophomore year at Texas. Wow. Anyway, speaking R. of RIP,
0: speaking of the week of the underdog, Paul Rudd was just named the world's sexiest man. Okay. Really? It's a weird, it's a weird week. Yeah.
1: Something uh, tells he doesn't, me you don't agree with this. Yeah, because he doesn't age. He's, he's constantly the same. If you look at his role in Clueless and his Ant Man thing, man, it's like.
0: I actually did, wanna- see that. I did see that meme, and it is somewhat mind-blowing.
1: So, you know, it's the longevity. That's how Henry got robbed. Now he's hurt and probably not going to take another serious crack at it again. They missed the boat. People Magazine didn't miss the boat on Paul Rudd. All right. Well done. I like it.
0: You, you like it? You think Paul Rudd's the sexiest man alive? I
1: think the longevity of his youthfulness makes him uber-attractive.
0: But your first thought upon hearing
1: "No, that Paul no, Rudd no. is the sexiest
0: man alive is to somewhat find a way to agree with it?
1: No, we had a back and forth of about 30 seconds that made me come to that realization.
0: He wouldn't even I'm be in my Sitting top on the toilet in
1: my aunt's house reading a People magazine like it's 94. He's, not,
0: what, he's not even the top 10 sexiest people in Clueless. <laughs> yeah, you I don't know about that. You go, time machine, we go back to the day when Clueless came out. There's Alicia Silverstone and Paul Rudd starring in it. Okay. One of these people is going to be the sexiest person ever. <laughs> Who is it? It's Ant-Man. Anyway, congrats, Paul. Okay. You and you and the Cardinals did not deserve your win this week, but you got it anyway. Okay. Uh, Justin Fields pulls a Rocky Balboa in the state of Pennsylvania. Yes, not in Philadelphia, in Pittsburgh, because that, was the, one of the greatest losses for a person's career I can remember seeing in the last few years. He can play in the NFL. He's, fast, he's one of the fastest players in the NFL, and he can use it. Also, even running to his wrong side, which Lamar has problems doing, he can make very accurate throws like that toe-tapping touchdown pass to uh, uh, Darnell Mooney. Wow, what a throw, what a play, what a game. What an amazing Monday Night Football game. Uh, let's, uh, so- let's let's
1: stop short of amazing. It was pretty good. The first half was a clunker, and the refs did everything they could to make sure it even wasn't a game. That felt like a that felt like the villain trying to win the title on Monday Night Raw when you knew that the title wasn't going to change hands until the pay per view. They kept keeping the bears with a quick two count.
0: They, um, they gave the dude the shitty taunting call, which robbed us of overtime. I think probably would have gotten an overtime game if it wasn't for that stupid taunting call anyway, he did run towards the punter. I feel like he's, he started going that direction because he thought his bench was over there because he was so hyped up and then realized that his bench isn't over there, but didn't want to look stupid and then keep in mind, he's like a practice squad player. So he immediately, he does feel stupid. He's on national television. So instead of just being like, Oh, wrong direction, he just does like a little sort of like kind of, yeah, like rock with it, roll with it. What up punter. And then the ref just lets himself get bumped into, even though he saw it coming and the player didn't. Pat Mav- McAfee lost his mind about that. And I agree. Like the ref, Tony Corrente, who apparently has a massive ego, just bumps Tony. this little practice player gets the sack. Anyway, it was weird. Hey, but, hey Tony. But, but, you know, everything's... Uh, Upon looking at everything, you know, where do we sit right now in the NFL after this massive iceberg just hit all these favorites? Rams signed Von Miller, lose to Huck's Titans. The Tennessee Titans, couple weeks removed from losing to the New York Jets, are now the number one seed in the AFC. Huck, daddy, does that make your mustache twirl or what?
2: Fucking right, it does. Nice to see Adrian Peterson. Tennessee in prime time, shutting down... Debatably the best, strongest team in the league. Like, yes. yeah, the,
0: the the strongest three teams in the league, I think, are their last three, three, three of their last four wins. Yeah, that's, Bills, a, that's, Chiefs, that's a whole Rams. other
2: issue. I don't know how, why the Titans have the hardest schedule in the league. But it's like, like the like the Bucks, the Super Bowl champions, are playing like jokes of a team every week, and the Titans are playing like, like you said, the 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 three strongest teams in the leagues, and the Bills, the Chief, and the and the Rams.
0: But- yeah, three of the four. If you throw in the Bucks, that's Murderer's Row. But tough to not be in the Titans' dressing room right now, looking in the mirror as a team, and not and thinking like, yeah, we can beat anybody. Like we we are doing it. You know if
2: the titans have a home playoff game i'm going to tennessee
0: oh
1: so will the rest of whatever team they're playing top dollar wild card weekend huckster Dude, top dollar I mean, a playoff game they in might Nashville. they
2: might get a buy it could be divisional weekend
1: oh, okay. oh double it up oh, double it up huckster <laughs> double up the price it's the divisional in Nashville
0: um anyway that's where they sit right now titans number one seed uh over in the nfc you know i'm not gonna we don't we don't talk hold about on, hold uh, on wait,
1: wait till we get to the nfc how quick did the okay. bills go from super bowl faves to middle of the pack in their own conference that loss T- with the browns win and the steelers win there's just a log jam at five and three the chargers it, it's it's legit Tennessee has a half step on them. Let's let's settle down a bit, Huckster. Okay. I'm I'm pro Tennessee as more than the next guy. Not two as much games. as you.
2: It's two games.
1: Okay. Full two, eh? Okay, that's something with eight to go.
0: So I make this I make this crazy ass parlay that almost wins. Denver to win outright. Atlanta to win outright. Nice. 60 bucks paid 15000 dollars US. Okay. Uh and then I had Jamar Chase to get five and a half catches. He got him. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders to get over 50 and a half yards He got it And then Brian Edwards The receiver who was going to take Henry Ruggs's targets He already was getting four or five a game Now there's no Henry Ruggs The guy looks like a little T.O. Derek Carr loves him Everybody loves this guy They threw to him five times No catches Needed three and a half Devontae Adams also came up one short in the late game But I was also thinking, I was actually trying to go less crazy, Mike. I was thinking, like, let's take these two dogs. And then I was thinking, man, can the Titans roll the Rams? Can uh, the Cardinals wasn't even on my radar. Like, stay the fuck away from that as Vegas is just steaming the Niners. Um, Wasn't going to take the Giants. Thinking about some other dogs, wasn't going to take the Jags. But thinking about the Titans, honestly. And then it was like, no, no, that's too crazy. That's just two, that's three huge dogs. Let's go less crazy and just try to hit these receivers stats. Anyway, for all those who rolled with us, try to do the Jerry Maguire Instagram post, like who's coming with me? Joey Krempa? Jake Frisney. Thanks, boys. Sorry, I'm going to have an even better one this week. Uh, we're going live on Saturday and live on Sunday before uh, an hour before kickoff, talk some football and talk a massive parlay. And we'll talk about any games that we missed here. On LHT107.
1: Uh, so, LHT107. Sounds like a little Q107 plug there. That was solid, Hugh.
0: Yeah. Shout out to uh, John Derringer. I think he's been doing yeah. this for like 40 years, 50 years now. Giddy up, bro. Voice of rock and roll in Toronto. Also, um, we met the guy, Hawk. We've met the guy. He's beauty. Lake Joe oh, uh, uh, Ski Show. Hey, what's up?
1: You mentioned the
0: uh, the term STEAM. Vegas
1: was steaming on the Niners, right? Blowing the line from three, four, almost closed at seven.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Since then, I've had, no lie, and I I just remembered it as you said it, the uncravable itch to steam the carpets here at Centennial since (laughs) I woke up on Monday. I forgot that was the term. I got a guy coming next week. Steam, eh? I want to steam clean the
0: carpets. Let me tell you. I got steamed. I really thought that was going somewhere else. You do whatever the fuck you want with your carpets. All right. <laughs> I'm just
1: saying the steam, be careful because You're an adult when you play man. with steam, you get
0: burned. Indeed. You watch out for the steam. A couple of weeks ago, everybody was steaming against my gold pick. The Raiders, my triple gold pick because the Eagles yes. became almost a favorite. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are watching, but the gold pick the last two weeks in a row lost both times with the Bengals. So, you know, sometimes the public is wrong and I was on the public side both times, felt kind of dumb about that, but we did go four and two. We are uh, uh, yeah, 29, 23. I'll give you my full record. In a 29, second, either way,
1: 24 and one.
0: And one. There we go. I got it right here. Uh, just quickly, Justin Fields, one of the most impressive losses I've seen in a long time. He can play. I just want to say it. Good for the Bears. It's the first good decision they've made in years now just let's uh let's build around him i like justin fields man i don't like seeing guys drop like that he was he was the one two consensus the whole year he plays amazing beats trevor lawrence and somehow somehow gets dropped good for the bears good for the bears i did predict that they would win their division uh and Nagy would get coach of the year that's not looking so good but some of our just to go back to the futures before we get into this week's picks uh I said the Raiders would win seven games, the two away I said the Steelers would win eight and a half games. They're just a couple away, but looking pretty good. Uh, was it you, Mike? Or yeah. Titans to win their division. Is that uh, yours?
1: I'm going to politely sit out on the back to the futures this week, Jeffrey,
0: as I, I believe, try and shift my focus. I believe you did say that. So that's looking excellent. And I believe Huck agreed with that because he, he agrees with pretty much everything. Titans. Titans were giving away, you know, hand jobs. The side at the next to Tootsie, just outside the stadium. He'd sign up and say he'd say, "Go Titans." That's what you do. All right, we're in Nashville. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not whether you agree, disagree with any of the, any of the shots that you get in your arms, that's not what the show's about. We don't care, but availability for your top tier team in the NFC does matter. He might not actually play against Seattle. There's a good chance he does, but he won't be available back to the team until Saturday, a day before facing Seattle Seahawks at Lambeau with Russell Wilson coming back more on that in my Hugh picks. However, one little comment about Aaron Rodgers. that I That guy is so into himself. I'm surprised he can eat whether you agree or disagree with him. The guy talked for 46 minutes, didn't let Pat McAfee get in even one question. If you ever ran into this guy at a party, I don't care if he's the MVP and got $400 million that he might even drop 1 million. Just by falling around the party, you could get rich. I don't want to talk to this guy for longer than eight minutes about anything. He's just a nightmare, bro. He's a nightmare. Some, someone gave him Adderall and told him he was awesome. And he didn't listen to anybody since, uh, anyway, just if he had a publicist, that publicist should be fired because he should have just put out a little statement, apologizing for anyone who felt misled instead of doing a 45 minute diatribe on the woke mob. That's after him. Just Relax follow what Tom Brady does, okay? As far as your public public image is concerned, congratulate your teammates on a big team win and uh, just talk about how great your opponent is next week and why it's going to be a tough challenge. And you want to get real and be jokes, that's great. But no one wants to talk to hear you listen talk about medical science for 48 minutes. You liar. <laughs>
1: right. uh, speaking of party, speaking of parties, Jeff uh, guess who left the party and suddenly The mood changed OBJ. We said it the day he was signed on this show that Baker was throwing a party and it wasn't a list and they decided to invite the coolest kid at the school. Yep. And he ruined the party man told everybody about elsewhere and what life was like at the a party. Yep. And there's poor little Baker slash B trying to keep it all together. Trying to pretend like he's an a when he just wants to hang out with some top choice B's. And that's what the Cleveland B Browns are, a dangerous, cohesive unit without OBJ. I think they vault high into that AFC hierarchy, however you want to let the chips fall. But a uh, cool kid left the party in Cleveland, and they couldn't be happier.
0: Good for the Browns. Good for them. You know what? You couldn't be more right, Mike. You couldn't be more right. And you were you did say this like 30 episodes ago, almost in that exact metaphor which is, I think, a more accurate metaphor that a lot of people are letting on. Like, it, it literally, he's just that cool. He's not, he's not a dickhead. You know, he he's didn't exactly exit the Browns the, the right, the, the best way, but it worked out for him. Now he's a free agent. By the time you listen to this show, he might be on the Chiefs, Packers, or Saints. If he does go to the Chiefs, right now, right now, if he's not on the Chiefs yet, uh, there are plus, plus 1,300 to win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs right now. Okay. They're going to make the tournament, make no mistake. And then you got chiefs at Titans or chiefs at Ravens. And then who, who's the favorite, who are you take it. I know who Huck's taking. <laughs> but in either way, the value will seem great, even if you think it's a 50, 50 game. So just watch for that. Cause Andy Reid, I think knows that they kind of need an extra weapon. They lost something with Sammy Watkins leaving and me Hardman and Demarcus Robinson are not replacing it. So Very interesting stuff. Very exciting time. We are in the middle of football season. It's super fun. Uh, But, yeah, I wish the Bills didn't lose that game. The Jags, because we'd be cruising, and now the Patriots are nipping at our heels. Don't let Bill in. He's in. in. I know they're in. One last note about the Browns. I can't believe we missed this, because we talked. I, I believe in Baker. I've been saying this since everyone else was dogging him early in his first year. And Baker's ego... Cause I talked about how Baker reminds me of me a bit. Like when everyone stops believing in me or doesn't think I can do something, I fucking get insanely determined to do it. And then when everything's working out great and like the, you know, just everything's perfect. Yeah. You get a little lazy sometimes maybe do a bunch of commercials. Uh, now, but now like, you know, the, you got Steve Smith senior saying, Hey, Hey Baker, OBJ left. Cause you're not good. Fact. That's it. And Baker and his ego are like, Oh Yeah. And again, cool kid out of the room. The guy who wouldn't stop talking about New York out of the room. Now it's me and my bees, you know, like the guys who want to be here in Cleveland. And I'm the coolest cat in the fucking league again, or cat in the room again. I was the number one pick from Al- Oklahoma. I wish I would have, I should have seen that coming against Cincy and I didn't. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Baker's like six and one all time against
1: Cincy. He had that great half year. Two of those six games were against Cincy. Uh Jimmy G similarly has had the same record against ARZ. And that's why I went hard as well. But uh look for those interdivisional domination. You know, you think always domination or uh uh division game is close, but if you dissect it, there's there's always one blowout or one consistent trend uh with a team in its division, whether it be pro or con, which either yep. way you can capitalize on, right? So
0: These massive dogs, these massive dogs winning was the culmination, Mike. Culmination. Um, Uh, culmination. A couple weeks ago, ago we talked about how all the favorites won because the spreads weren't big enough and that Vegas was going to compensate. So now you're looking at these massive spreads Denver by 10, Jacksonville plus 14 and a half at home, and they went outright because these teams with their starting quarterbacks still, pro quarterbacks, it's not college. Any given Sunday, folks. Any given Sunday. If you're wondering why we talk gambling so much, you want to know how much billions of dollars was bet legally in the United States. Like what the total handle was in like the 13 states that are legalized. I don't know, multiple billions of dollars. Mike, 1.01 billion dollars in New Jersey alone. Something like 900 million or 800 million in New York. Once they get it, once they get it going, they're taxing 50. percent Iowa, like insane. And and the city's getting it with tax dollars. Good for the world. People want to gamble. Take it away from the black market. Check out betopenly.com. We saw Mike Mattisbacker's big account. uh, Took a beating, as well as I'm sure a lot of people's did. uh, A lot of people's accounts did uh, on this Titanic iceberg weekend. Mike, one uh, question for you. One question for you. If you were still in Survivor, because some of our listeners are, who would you take this week? Everything uh,
1: ultimately fell apart, not taking Indianapolis, saving them for this week against Jacksonville, despite the Jags miracle win. They will not be winning at Indy. Who's on 10 days rest, who will get their season back on track, who must keep winning to keep remote pace with those Titans. Uh, And really that Jags win, I think it was more about a bills misstep. Obviously the Jags plays hard, but they didn't score a touchdown. They didn't, they didn't win that game. It was unanimously the Bills not winning it. So uh, Indy is who I would take. Indy. Just uh, talking about the big dog. I'm uh, I'm going to take uh, his uh, his betting approach the next two, three weeks. Big step back for Weird Mike. I'm going to be going with Spike City. Big dog always loves those spikes. The random six, you know, 2,400 people in a pool. Only three people go 6-0. and oh. Proline pool is going to be taking some big swings.
0: Yeah, two Moderate people betting. Two people, folks, won the Proline OLG pool. They both got two hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars, two hundred ninety-four, two hundred ninety-four thousand dollars each. But you needed to box some beauties and pick some beauties too. You sometimes you can get away with just boxing a couple of the big dogs and then taking the chalk. But if you don't know what the chalk is, folks. Chalks constantly referred to as the favorites. However, that wouldn't have been enough. Even four boxes in the chalk wouldn't have been anywhere close. Nowhere. Uh, just quickly before we get to our picks and talking about all the games this week, I told you to take Tom Brady a month ago at plus 1,000 to win the MVP. He's now at plus 500 on good sites. He's actually down to plus 350 and others. And that's because the two guys that were slightly ahead of him, tied with him, both had their worst games of the season. And that's why Tom is now almost tied with Josh Allen as the favorite, if not tied some places, Matt Stafford lost to Hux Titans didn't have a great game doing it. In fact, it was his worst game as a Ram. And then Josh Allen had his worst game of the season against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hard to win the MVP over Tom when you're losing to the Jaguars. So, That's dropped down to plus 500. It was at plus a thousand. And the other one I told you, the guy who's creeping up the ladder, Lamar Jackson plus 2,500 a week ago, he has dropped in half plus 1250. If they keep winning and he keeps running and throwing, just he's got a, he's got a fighting chance, but I still think it's Tom's to lose. And that's enough about MVPs. Also again, throw down on the chiefs right now to win the super bowl. Thank me later when you can hedge against them. Weird Mike. As he double dipped on the Niners on Sunday, sorry, is not a hedger. In fact, he's an emotional double downer. (laughs) And you know what? They both work out sometimes. Myself, I'm a big hedger, but even I would have had problems hedging on the Cardinals. Okay. Oh, man. We got Baker. No OBJ. OBJ is going somewhere. Don't know where he's going. By the time you listen to this, you might freaking know. Um, loving these same game parlays we are gonna get back right back into our point spread we were four and two last week we we're one and five the week before but we are five five games above 500 Mike. what was it 29 24 and one that's five
1: right games all i know is that this week i think i'm picking fourth you got hewlett last week four and two huck definitely going before me he's he's gonna spit out a pick leslie well ahead of weird mike so fourth on the totem pole so let's get these picks started
0: because i'm i'm, I'm still 13 minutes away you know what i mean it's okay i might like, <laughs> like, get brooke to pick against me and just pick six random games and see how she feels like just jeff versus luck and we'll see how that goes <laughs> she's fired up she's like how could the titans lose the titans i'm like huck's gonna love you <laughs> all right here we go you I know this is somewhat this is the herd and weird Mike's favorite angle, but I'm borrowing it this week for my gold pick. I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football minus four at the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco has slowly become the worst home team in the NFL. Yes. Almost as bad as Jacksonville, who doesn't even like to win really on this continent. Uh What's that, what's that dressing room in San Francisco like after you lose to the Arizona Cardinals in a game you needed to have when they were pretty much mailing it in? What's that dressing room like right now? They just lost to a division opponent in a game they needed to have and they weren't starting anybody. They were basically mailing it in and you still lost. Now everybody's looking at Jimmy G like, okay, it's time to go. Like, Let's start this process. You're obviously not the guy. Now they're looking at Shanahan being like, are you as smart as we everyone thinks you are? Are you on the hot seat? Are you going to start coaching differently because you're on the hot seat? Is this about the long-term development of Trey Lance anymore or just about trying to get this win. Plus, he just seems like a snarky dude. Bad time to face the Rams. Just got embarrassed on Sunday night football in a game they really thought they had Uh, with no Derrick Henry facing the Titans and they just come lay an egg. I don't like the Rams to lay two eggs at once. I also think the Niners have one of the shittiest home field advantages in the league. It's a relaxed San Francisco crowd. That's more disappointed with their own team than they do. than they hate the Rams. So let's take the Rams minus four Monday night football gold pick. Also, they're very healthy. I think Rams will be back for sure. Good to go. Silver pick. All right. We're taking the New England Patriots. Uh minus one and a half. The Eagle boost game for the Browns. I think that's over. Also, I think there's a much maligned, much studied way to make Baker struggle. And I think of all the defensive coaches in the league who can, after three years of tape, probably find that method, it's the New England Patriots at home, um, you know, hot as a candle heading into this game. Browns good division road game just a bad time you're facing the Patriots and I basically got him at a pick'em at minus one and a half in a game that they really need to have if they want to uh, if they want to get this division or try to get this division versus the Bills the O-line's playing good Mac Jones is playing better than people think he is being careful with the ball and the New England defense the $150 million defense that Billy B shelled out for is playing good ball. Matt Judon's making a difference, and their secondary stepping it up. It wasn't just Sam Darnold throwing to them last week. Their secondary's good. So, uh, yeah, we're taking the New England Patriots minus one and a half at home in November. If you've done this the last 10 years, Billy B's really good at home in November and December too. Let's take it. Minus one and a half, Patriots. All right, and I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons plus nine. They won outright for me last week against the team that lost outright for me last week, the Dallas Cowboys. This isn't emotional. This is just studied. Last year, these two teams played basically the same rosters. Uh, You know, obviously no Julio Jones, but he wasn't 100% at the time. And if you remember correctly... The Atlanta Falcons were destroying the Cowboys and the Cowboys came back with 0.1% chance to win the game, recover an onside kick and won the game. Dak does not look 100%. He's not leaning back on on his right heel properly to plant into these throws. He's not a great natural thrower. So when he can't put his full body into the football, that's when you get these shitty picks and shitty offense. So I don't like Mike McCarthy as a nine point dog against a team he's actually probably afraid of. Uh, so I think the Dallas Dallas will be playing very careful football. And when you're playing careful football, it's hard to win by 10 points. So I see a Dallas victory of about maybe three or four, but nowhere close to the nine points. Let's take Atlanta with our bronze pick plus nine. All right, our fourth pick. We're taking the Denver Broncos minus three versus the Philadelphia Eagles in Denver. Look, it's just the right number for me. If this was three and a half or four, I'd probably stay away. But I'm getting the team that I think is going to win the game to basically just win the game at three. So I'll take it. I would love two and a half here because you know, the Broncos aren't naturally a shit kicking team. They did beat the snot out of CMAX Cowboys last week, but uh, that's a bit out of their wheelhouse normally, but they're running the ball really good. And their is playing good ball and uh, I think getting Vaughn Miller out of there just like getting OBJ out of there uh, a star player from glory of the past might be fresh for the dressing room I'm sure he's a great guy but that's not his it's not Von Miller's Broncos anymore Demarius Thomas gone Peyton Manning gone Akeem Talib gone with his own podcast it's actually pretty good by the way catching fades. either way might be in, it's a new Broncos team so uh Look, they got a win they didn't expect to have in their biggest game of the year last week. They're riding that energy, and Teddy B's going to get this win for Philadelphia, who's still overvalued by everybody. I don't get it. Plus, Miles Sanders is hurt now. Not that good. Okay, our uh, our fifth pick, we're taking the Los Angeles Chargers minus two and a half at home versus the Vikings. This is a game where I'm sure the public is going to be with me. The Chargers, Justin Herbert at home, less than a field goal. So what? That doesn't mean it's wrong. I think the Chargers are the better team here. Kirk Cousins is the problem with Minnesota, amongst other problems. He's not the worst quarterback in the league, but he's become bottom third. And winning road games with a bottom third level quarterback who's not mobile and not that strong, just kind of smart. I don't like that in today's NFL anymore with Joey Bosa coming around the end. And, uh, Derwin James waiting for these little soft passes through the middle to, to Thielen or Jefferson, the Vikings are going to try to run it down their throat. Cause that's where the Chargers do struggle. I think the Chargers are going to know that consider it and make up for it. And win by a touchdown Vikings, you're on your way to a new tenure in Minnesota, new coach, probably, uh, even though I like Zimmer, but definitely a new quarterback down the road somewhere. And uh, just, yeah, charges are better Even though the public will be on it I bet 90% I think we'll be right And my last pick, the Seattle Seahawks Plus three and a half versus the Green Bay Packers I'm saying take it right now Because there's a chance Aaron Rodgers doesn't play this game Did Jordan Love show you anything? <laughs> he should be favored by anything over the Seattle Seahawks By the way, Russ is back Seahawks, um, they're three and five It's a must-win game for them You're getting max effort at Lambeau Pete Carroll's not scared of Lambeau fields Neither Russ uh, also, if Ray Aaron Rogers comes back, he just had the most tumultuous week of his life. The guy's on CNN. Jimmy Kimmel's destroying him on ABC. <laughs> like, he's dating a Hollywood actress who's probably calling him all the time, being like, I don't like this. Okay. And, this guy, I'm telling you, the last thing he's thinking about right now is you know, how to most take advantage of Seattle's defense. He's trying to fix his public image so State Farm doesn't drop him. Russell Wilson's trying to get to the playoffs and uh, win another one of these rings. I just think got the quarterback in the wrong headspace to be a three-and-a-half-point favorite versus the Seattle Seahawks. Take the Hawks. Go Hawks. And uh, those are your picks. Rams, Patriots, Falcons. Broncos, Chargers, Seahawks. Giddy up.
1: Okay, Hugh you Picks. You want the good news or the bad news, You
0: uh, All the news, baby. Okay, the good
1: news is that I agree with all of your picks. Six for six. The bad news is that I agree with all your picks. Six <laughs> for six. Yes. It's never so. happened before. It has never happened before. Never been more scared for your picks. Um, but seeing how I've taken a step back, it probably means a good thing because I won't be laying the lumber on what I really think, which will in ev- eventually turn out to be true. I'm predicting a five-in-one week, you. All right. That's what I'm predicting. Uh, Denver. It's, uh, you know, I think I said it episode seven. You guys looked at me like I was a big weird. Rudy Gay. You guys remember that name? Rudy Gay leaves the Memphis Grizzlies as their best player, and they instantly become unbeatable. The ball rotates more. The linebacking core shifts. Something in the room happens where everybody is allowed to do, you know, 7% to 12% more. And it's a powerful thing. So the Rudy Gay syndrome, I think, is real in Denver with a rare star. Right? didn't have an A-plus talent. He's gone. Similar to OBJ, except I take Von Miller over OBJ any day of the week. Uh Atlanta, love it. Plus 10, plus nine, whatever, huge. Uh Seattle, off a bye, hungry, love it. Aaron Rodgers has been downhill since Danica Patrick. I'm just gonna say it. Danica <laughs> leaves and the steady hand, no pun intended because she drives a race car. You gotta have to rock solid hands in that profession. Absolutely. And she was guiding Aaron down, you know, the center lane. She didn't win. Which, you know, a lot of lot of podiums, a lot of top fives, a lot of sponsorship. Make carved yourself a good life. And she let go. And Aaron's been on a steady decline since, if you ask me.
0: I'm telling you, Uh, 10 10 years from now, Aaron Rodgers is going to be living somewhere in the woods, talking to a deaf dog with a beard down to his nipples. He's going to be like Mark Wahlberg and shooter, just ready to shoot anybody who comes to the door. This guy's a kook. Uh, I think Rams or sorry, I think uh, Patriots Browns is game of the game of the week. Sneaky game of the week. Uh, That's uh, the game that that scares me, but because I love it so much and I'm like, and when you love a team at one and a half, it's like, okay, what am I not seeing here? You know, I don't think anything, but that's just traditionally that's when games like when I'm so sure. I'm like, Oh, I got, I, in my, on my chart, like, yeah, this should be, you know, four. So. And you're going we'll with see. the LA double eight chargers and Rams. Yep.
1: I think one of those is going to trip up. That's where I see the, uh, the one loss. One of the two LA teams going to trip up. I'm not sure who um, Huckster you got, uh, you got rank ahead of the gambling donors. Go ahead to take a celebrity pick off my hands. Will you?
2: Well, I think we all know who this pick is going to be.
0: I got to do it. I got to feel it.
2: The Titans have just played. We just well earlier we listed off all the teams they have recently beaten, and this week they're only a three point favorite with New Orleans in town. I will be taking the Titans by three.
1: Wow, another playoff team for the Titans in a row! Yep, uh, as crazy as the Superdome is, uh, the pulp whistleblowers don't really travel that well, they're sort of partied out. And host the party ninety percent of the time, so you might get a true Titan crowd, a non-conference division uh, play out or a matchup. So I like it.
0: Well, it's and you know, although I mean, these Pope whistleblowers, they they don't get to go to Nashville that much. Like Louisiana, Nashville, not that far. Probably a cheap but, Southwest flight. But Jeff,
1: uh, Nashville is the new New Orleans. So the <laughs> last place people from New Orleans want to go is the new New Orleans. You understand? They're not going to be there. There'll be a few. There'll (laughs) be some random Saint fans from that part of the country. But as far as who that nation
0: negative. I love when you say to me. Like, do you understand? As if you just said like one plus one equals two. Do you understand? Like New Orleans doesn't want to go to Nashville because it's the new New Orleans. Do you understand? (laughs) Kansas City is the new Seattle. You think Denver is Rudy Gay?
2: <laughs> do you really think that Trevor Simeon and the rest of that team is going to be the team that just dominated the Rams in prime time?
0: No, to be honest, I almost took the Titans here. I, they were like seventh on my list. I put the chargers in ahead just because the saints as a team are a really good team lacking any sort of, you know, competent quarterback. But then, but they make up for it by having this excellent coach, then throw in like, is Taysom Hill playing? Or is it for sure Simeon? And that's the only reason that they stayed. They weren't in my picks. is that I'm just not quite sure. Maybe we,
2: uh, either of those guys, regardless of who it is, it doesn't matter.
0: You're right. I I bet you're going to be right again. We've just been betting Titans for the last like two months. We'd all be rich.
2: Titans by 10. I love that online.
1: So, if that hits, Huck, does that get uh, credit for the weird pick? What are you going (laughs) to? No, no.
2: (laughs) But if it loses, you didn't lose. Do you get
1: the L? Easy, easy, easy. The gambling donut uh, didn't taste so good. And I have not started, I haven't stopped guilt eating since, folks. So, this week, the gambling donut is taking a step back to a one biter, one pick, all in. Indy, minus 10 at home versus the Jags. You know what the Bills didn't do? Run the football. You know what the Colts do? Run the football. You know what the Jags can't do? Stop the run. This is classic A versus C material, folks. The Bills didn't run the ball, and they didn't win the game. Indy's had 10 days. Will destroy the Jags. Look at the alt line. The AFC South is filled with alt lines this week, folks. No second pick, no college pick, step back. There's no fade to smash. There's no heavy sprinkle. There's just the Indianapolis Colts on 10 days rest with an inferior division opponent and 10 points separating them. By the way, the Jags, you know, blew their load. What a win. 14-point dog. That stuff, you know, happens once, twice a year. Kudos for them, you know. Little circle jerk in the shower. Little step back at Pracky. Colts roll. Don't overthink it. Look at the alt line and uh, gambling donut. Not this week. Just the Colts.
0: Just a little episode one hundred and seven rundown for everybody listening in their car, home, or jogging. We've had two instances already here. Forty-six minutes in, where Weird Mike's somehow managed to ask the same rhetorical question that has the same answer two times run the ball also we've had two references to load blowing and one circle jerk giddy up all brought to you by huck media (laughs) so uh you called it something
1: earlier in the pre-show hewlett i didn't want to nab your headline what's
0: that the gambling timbit oh yes well you're only doing one pick it's just like You know, if you forget your wallet going through the drive-thru, you're going to get a coffee and a sandwich and scrape together 13 cents from your cup holder. And you're like, you know, give me one Timbit. And then you think for like 20 seconds, like what's that Timbit going to be? Like this has to replace my entire meal. So that's what you just did. Here's one Timbit, folks. Here's one well thought out apple fritter Timbit. My favorite kind. I really like so, it. I think I think I think Jonathan Taylor's underrated still, and that O line's healthy. Yeah, you know, it could get it could get ugly early, and then you got then you just you got the Jags chasing the back door. That's kind of the game that I foresee.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always open uh, with a double digit spread, but
0: I, I had the I Jets. See, I, I see the Jets college last, style. I had the Jets last Thursday to get to get the back door. Mike White goes down first series after looking like Elway, and crazy. Crazy Josh Johnson, three touchdowns. They got to the six yard line and he threw a pick would have been the craziest backdoor cover of history
1: anyway. So I am not, I'm not giving people a chance to fade the smash. I don't want that to gain any more steam than it already has. So
0: there you go. All right. um, Okay. Thursday nighter. Uh, Ravens, Dolphins. This was I was looking at this. Uh, but it's the quarterback situation for the Dolphins, which made me stay away from the game. I'll just post some props, maybe even talk tomorrow. Uh go live on Instagram. Also, follow us on TikTok. We just got TikTok at Hugh's Talking, just figuring out how the fuck TikTok works, but we'll be doing some TikToks this weekend. Uh so uh hold on, hold fuck. on, hold on. Hugh on TikTok at Hughes Talking, h-u-s talking same thing we are on instagram also follow our sister account uh, at weird mike spelled weird m-i-c and for any media needs check out hawkmedia.ca for those of you having spotify problems by the way their episodes we're working on that but uh we think we got it all figured out thank you all our spotify listeners and stitcher listeners and lambo listeners lambo oh spotify's taking care of uh
1: my uh, my cannabis dealer showed up uh, on Sunday morning. I asked me for a pick. He's a look who's talker. And uh, he addressed and let me know that everything was fixed. And uh, I just remembered that I also told him to back the truck up on the Niners. So my next count's going to be chintzed. Hundo P. <laughs> this guy's going to reach into this bag, nine gram order. This fucking meatball doesn't
0: know the difference
1: between nine and seven
0: and a half. Yoink. Or maybe he's thinking, why is this meatball still buying off of me? Like it's legal now. It's like, you're still, still getting your wine off. Oh, like de- de- Uncle delivery. Fredo on this corner. Delivery. Like just go Del- to the LCBO. Delivery. I know. It's delivery. Know. Just saying. There's just, There's legal. it's not delivery. It's delicious. <laughs> Honestly, I just, I don't even care anymore. The people have gotten crazy with his THC counts and CBD counts. Like just give me the one that sounds the most fucked up, but like, give me garbage truck. Death star, Elmo, and uh, you know, give me, give me fruit of the popcorn. I don't know what the fuck. Who cares? They should just start naming it like, hey, be a, here's weed to be a good listener. Here's some weed three minutes before NFL red zone, uh, just kicks off so you don't wet yourself, which I almost do every Sunday at 11 57. All right. Uh, you know, it's funny, I get chirped sometimes for picking. Going so strongly for teams, and then like the very next week or a t- couple weeks later, picking against those, picking with those exact same teams that I was just bashing for the last two weeks, and people think it's inconsistency sometimes, but it's actually just what handicappers have to do. You have to be able to flip the switch once you realize that you being ahead of the curve has stopped, and that is this week's truth of
2: the week. You might have just made a fact just now.
0: That's some real shit. So uh, what happened with the Dallas Cowboys this year is that they got off to a great start against the spread and in straight up wins and losses. This led to the line that we got last week against the Denver Broncos, where a healthy Denver Broncos team, minus Von Miller, a borderline playoff team in the AFC, somehow getting 10 points against the Dallas Cowboys with a somewhat healthy Dak Prescott. Absolutely ridiculous line. And again, Vegas isn't ready to quite give up on Dallas, which is why I'm taking Atlanta this week. I feel like I'm ahead of the curve on the evaluation of the Dallas Cowboys. However, what I'm getting to is I think the Falcons might win this game or at least get up so heavily to the point where Dallas gets some luck, maybe wins by a last second field goal, but Vegas will overcompensate next week and drop Dallas a little bit too much. So even though I just bashed Dallas for two weeks in my Hue picks while you're listening to Obi Trice, there's a good chance next week I'll probably be taking Dallas because Vegas has to overcompensate because they look shitty two weeks in a row. Same thing's going to happen with the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, they, they, they look like ass against the Seattle Seahawks. I was on them plus 14 and a half. I didn't make my U picks, but I did make a straight up bet on them. Uh, plus 14 and a half against the bills because bills, you know, most overvalued team probably in the, in the league going into last week. Jags, probably the most undervalued team going into last week. They still got their starting quarterback. Whenever you are looking at big spreads in the NFL, think about starting quarterback, because if you are a a starter in the NFL, it's so much different than college football. If you're a, a backup quarterback in college football and you suddenly are getting, you know, getting the tap on the shoulder, you might be two years removed From Ohio high school football, you're looking at a West Virginia defense that suddenly looks like a bunch of blue and gold ghosts, and it's just different. So you got to be able to stay ahead of the curve. And this means somewhat maybe being a bit inconsistent. You can't bet the same six teams every week. You can't just bet the the six best teams in the league or like Brooke will probably be doing this Sunday, betting the teams with the six toughest names (laughs) you know, because the Titans are a tough one and the Cardinals probably wouldn't get a lot of love. But uh, you got to stay ahead of the curve. You got to be able to contradict yourself from the previous week, as far as your handicap of a team based on the different variables that play home field, advantage injuries, and just team morale. Uh, so I, you got to be ready to flip the switch and just go, go right against yourself. You got to have what they say as a handicapper and a very long term memory, but also a, You got to be able to forget things right off the bat. I was dead wrong about the Bengals two weeks in a row. When they come off their bye week next week, I might have to take them again (laughs) just because Vegas might undervalue them after their loss, but what they're capable of as an offense uh, might be more than what Vegas gives them credit for. So just don't be afraid to pick against, pick with the teams that you just picked against two weeks in a row and try to stay ahead of where Vegas is valuing these teams. And that's it. Truth of the week. But yeah, I'm probably taking the Cowboys next week, even though I just beat them up verbally for two weeks and was probably right about it. That's what I mean. Uh, all right. What's your favorite game of the weekend, boys? Huck Daddy?
2: Titans. What yeah. do you think?
0: Stupid fucking question. Where Michael, you, you mentioned earlier Browns Pats. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, I, 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 t- I tilted my
1: hand. Uh, I think that's going to be the game of the day. A field goal, either way. I think the spread, you know, it's going to close. Pick them one, two, whatever, under a field goal for sure. Um, interesting to see where the Bills respond, man. You know, just they come out and win for you know, 37 to 14. You know, whoop de do. They beat the Jets, but you know, if they would win by a last second field goal against a team that just got spanked on prime time, coming off some days' rest versus the division. I think it's a it's a tough spot to rebound. I wish they were playing a little bit of a better team. So they sort of understand that they got to rise higher, stepping into a team versus the Jets, who they probably think they, they could beat and should beat. Uh, but you know, it's gonna be a dog fight, make no mistake about it.
0: Jets got Jets got white, uh, sorry, white lighting back, Mike White. Uh, he's starting, so that's that's uh, in for sure. It probably affects the spread more than anything. I see the Bills winning. My favorite game of the weekend, uh, is just because I, I just laid down. A, you know, a little bit on uh, the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. And I feel like if they get this win off the Raiders, they'll be right back into the playoff tournament. And those odds will just cut right in half. I also have Tom Brady to win the MVP on a couple different bets. And when he just destroys the Washington football team again, the spread's kind of perfect. So I stayed away, but. Just probably going to get three touchdowns. No problem. And he'll be well on his way to the MVP odds. And those odds will go in half again. Last chance, folks. Hop on. Tom Brady, MVP. It's about to get plus 150 in in like two weeks. Uh, Yeah, fired up. Also, I think Chiefs Raiders could be a nice blowout. I don't got to pick on the game, but I'll be taking the over and a bunch of props. Our props are pretty hot. Uh, We were eight and one going into the Monday nighter. Uh, We went one for three. On the Monday nighters. So we are nine and three in our last three primetime games. We'll be giving you some props picks for Thursday night football, Monday night football. Folks, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thanks for interacting. I'll post the standings. If you have any questions, any extra picks that you want to make or ask weird Mike where he's leaning. Ask, you know, Huck Daddy's organizing a playoff Titans trip. You can get bus tickets. Just DM at Huck Media. By the way, if you're talking to a Huckle 7, that's not Huck Media. That's his brother. Also a beauty. But not Huck Media. Won't know what the barb you're talking about. Mike, any last thoughts? Uh, hello to my new Instagram
1: friend, a Huckle 7. officially. <laughs> We have smoothed and straightened out the missed connection slash miscommunication and
0: hell of a dude. And then we shut the hook up, go Titans giddy up in honor of one of my best friends, Phil Nolan. We're starting Christmas season early here at, at uh, look who's talking. We're going to be posting the link to our GoFundMe. Uh, for hughes holiday helpers and all the information that goes with it you can get a charitable tax receipt 100 percent of the funds goes to holiday helpers which is an organization down in toronto that helps families underprivileged get christmas trees christmas uh meals and christmas presents pretty sweet deal raised about a thousand bucks from last year with the help of all of our amazing look who's talkers let's start it a bit earlier we're gonna raise the goal a little bit and let's do something good with our winnings that hopefully you get our beautiful picks. Six picks, some props, and a gambling 10 bit Go Titans. Here you go. Hey